Meet your next audiobook listen, Go as a River by Shelley Reed. Set in the 1940s, this coming-of-age novel is filled with danger, love, passion, and a tragedy that lands teenaged Victoria Nash in Colorado's beautiful and harsh wilderness, fighting to survive. Find out what happens as the Gunnison River rises, an old life is underwater, and Victoria fights to regain all that is lost. Listen now on Spotify. When Bryn lets me go outside, it's the first time in 16 hours. An unusually warm fall morning. I take my phone off airplane mode right away. Oh my god. Ross, are you alright? At least it's her. I'm alright. I'm okay. I've been climbing the goddamn walls. Bryn told me the best lies are mostly truth. I got in trouble at work. Wait, did they... They didn't... No, but we have to be a lot more careful. Can you tell Sasha? I think we have to keep doing the hand delivery thing. Fine. I'll tell her. But you're okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Because that's the main thing. So this is what I do now. Deliver fake intelligence and lie to my wife. Not all crimes across state lines are obvious. Oh, and briefings. Lots and lots of briefings. Some of them you can only spot if you deep dive and look for patterns. That's my job. Irene Bukes, it turns out, okay. is the reason we're all here in the first place. About two and a half years ago, I was digging into some stats on embezzlement. Just due diligence, really. Embezzlement's nearly always individuals. A local police issue, right? That makes sense. Except... As I was going through reports, I noticed a spike starting in 2014 of bank embezzlement cases with weird common factors. One, the perpetrators were amateurs. No priors beyond speeding tickets. Two, they didn't have the money when they were caught. They had all wired it to dummy companies which had cashed out and closed up. That was just odd enough to make me start requesting interview recordings, which is when I started hearing stuff like this. If I didn't do it, she'd take him away. Who? Sasha, the life after people, they take his voice away from me. I'm serious, you've got to talk to the voice tree people. It's some sort of program that they had. They, they were playing her voice for me. It was really her, it was Danielle. It was Danielle, it was her voice. And then they said that, they said they'd take her away unless I did it. Or sometimes they sounded like this. I have nothing to say. You'd really be helping your case. There's a better world waiting for me. I'll be with him, and I'll never have to see people like you again. Nearly every interview fell into one of two categories. Defiant, like that last one, or like the first two, claiming blackmail. In most cases, the detective assigned didn't take it seriously, but a few called Voice Tree who told them it was nonsense. No such program as life after. But what none of these individual precincts knew is that police were hearing the same story from suspects with no connection to one another, hundreds of miles apart in 17 different states. 17? And of course, what we know now is every single one of them was a life after subscriber. But how do you know? Did, did you hack life after? I wish. We can't even crack their signal enough to listen in. I just thought cell phones were incredibly easy They to... are, normally. Bank records, to answer your question. 
monthly credit card payments to an Idaho-based corporation that's just a mail slot in Twin Falls. We backtracked and got the names from there. But how many bankers would there even be? It's not shocking that a couple hundred out of 30,000 subscribers would be in key banking and finance positions. 30,000? You starting to get the picture? Yeah, but if there's 30,000, then this should be a thing. Everyone should know about it. Why? Voice Tree says it doesn't exist. The simulated voices won't talk to anyone but their designated subscriber. But all that money? How much was it? Let's just say that by a year ago, it was enough for the FBI to bring in someone like me. So where is it now? That's what I'm trying to find out. No, that's what Ross is trying to find out. Which reminds me, Dash. We've uploaded some materials onto Ross's phone. Harmless stuff, but it looks good. In that case, delivery man, it's time to make a delivery. Before I buzz, I brace myself for the headphones and Shannon's manic glee. Ross, right? Oh, um, I'm sorry. I was actually here to visit uh... Shannon, right? Hmm. I'm just looking in on her. I'm Paul, by the way. Heard a lot about you. The boss is awfully keen on you. Come on in. place looks nicer, cleaner. <clears throat> Shannon's standing at the counter trying to eat salad, but the forkful <clears throat> keeps missing her mouth. Shannon? Stress eating junk food never works. It just makes you tired. Yeah. Let me give you a hand with that. Oh. She looks showered, at least. See? Paul helps oh. guide her hand. Mm. Okay, now try mm. that yourself. <sighs> Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Proud of you. You'll thank yourself later for eating well now. So, Ross, coffee, water, soda? I'm fine. Is she okay? She's an angel. You think I can grab that phone off you? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Laptop's right over here. So, what am I looking for? Oh, first eight photos in the photo app. Six are at field reports, two out of a senior agent's desk. Marvelous. Marvelous. The boss will be thrilled. The boss? I guess that's Brian Vallad? And... Okay. Looks like we're done. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I love fresh food. Fresh vegetables always, 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 always make me feel like a person again. So good to meet you, Ross. Let's do this again, huh? Yeah, definitely. stopped by Octavia's office on the way to my next briefing. I'm prepared for her not even to speak to me. But instead... <gasps> quick, quick, quick! Come in, come in, come in! You're just in time. For what? So, did you know that I'm totally a ventriloquist and can totally throw my voice? I did not know that. Okay, watch. Or... No, listen, listen. Yeah, I guess listen. Okay. 
Hi, Octavia. Hi yourself, Octavia. Whoa. What kind of sandwiches do you like to eat, Octavia? Okay, so um, my my, my two favorite 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 are Reuben's and avocado and tomato. That's not you throwing your voice. No, I completely lied. I can't do You're... that. See, I'm totally hungry now. You're making a digital twin of life after. Um, sort of. My favorite wrestler is Angie Six. Okay, so um, I think I'll just be muting you now. Sort of. Well, okay. For one thing, you can't exactly make a digital twin of something that's already digital. Fair point. Also, when I'm making a virtual train, I usually have like the actual train in front of me to work from. But you don't have life after. Nope, just bits and pieces. Back when they were first developing it, they registered a bunch of the component parts with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, along with detailed specs. And Bryn, like, sort of. Got them for me. Gotcha. Like some voice simulators, some syntax analysis software, a predictive personality algorithm, plus some bits and pieces of intel on voice trees architecture. Must be like a goldmine for somebody like you. Well, more like having a bunch of photos of a goldmine, and somebody's like make gold from this. <laughs> It's a lot easier to make a twin when you can model it off the original, which makes it a lot easier to figure out what the original actually is. So this is sort of a. Know your enemy thing. Okay. Oh, uh, well, for, for Bryn, anyway. And for you? I want to recreate all their voices, all the voices of all the loved ones they lost. Yeah. And then I want to call all those poor, sad people on their earbuds using those voices and ask them, "Whatever you're doing, could you please stop?" You can do that. Nope. No, <laughs> I can't. I mean, it just took me days to make my own voice work. Listen, um, Octavia. No, can I say I'm sorry? Wait, what? You're sorry? I didn't so much know. I was part of a whole deception that would lead to you going through all that stuff upstairs. I feel sort of kind of sick knowing I was a part of it. What was your wife's name? Oh, um, Zoe. Good old Zoe. I took advantage of her memory to spy on you. It's inexcusable. I'm sorry. You still wear your wedding ring? Yeah, yeah. I keep meaning to.、Um... I keep mine at home, in like a little keepsake thingy. The day I finally took it off was not the best. <laughs> When did she? Like three years and change. You? Eight months. Take it off when you're ready, or like never. You're the only one who knows what to do for you. So what is life after? Have you figured it out yet? I don't want to say just yet. Not till I'm sure. Let's do this quick. I haven't smoked since breakfast. McCloud can、mm. barely stand the sight of me. Hey, first off, Ross, this briefing is under protest. I don't think we should be telling you shit. Move on. And it's frankly insulting that you're even in this room. Move on.、Uh, so. Life after a program that can draw on a person's voice tree post to create a convincing simulation of their voice. Brian Vallad's passion project from years back, when he and his wife lost their kid.、Um, Kira, you just remember stuff, don't you? I'm a spy. I didn't know about that. Anyway, the voice tree board made him drop it. We think in 2011. Then he picked it up sometime after that, probably summer of 2012. We're guessing. 
just based on these weirdly short corporate minutes from July about a meeting he walked out of. Why did they make him abandon it? What do you mean, why? It's creepy as hell. Okay. But all that's just a what. The better question is always how. In this case, how has this ghoulish, officially defunct program managed to put together a multi-state army of fanatics in less than three years? What fanatics? People are being blackmailed. That's right. You're only a little ways down the path, aren't you? Excuse me? Here's another juicy bit from those interview recordings Irene asked for. Excuse me, would you say that again? They deserved it. Your bank deserved to lose all that money. You all do. We all deserve what? To pay for how you treat people like me. A lot of them sound like that. They all start off being blackmailed just like you. Then they start meeting other subscribers. They get to talking, comparing notes, swapping stories, and the dynamic changes. Changes how? Ross, how do you feel when you go on social media? You see all these images of lovers, engagements, weddings, birth announcements, families in the park, people whose lives are going great. How does that make you feel? It's not their fault. That's not what I asked you. The fact is, it's never been easier for people whose world just fell apart to see that everyone else's world is still chugging along just fine. You talk to anyone who's worked domestic terrorism, they all say the same thing. Resentment is a weapon. It's potential energy that can be converted into deadly force. And if you want to build an army, resentment's your recruiting office. The key difference between the scared interviews and the defiant ones is how long they'd been subscribers. They start as victims, then they morph into true believers. It would have happened to you. It still might. So if this process is happening, if they are talking, comparing notes, swapping stories, that means somehow these people are getting together. Like in person? How? Where? That's your job, Barnes. Get outside. Turn your phone on. Get me some answers. So, I do. Sasha says go to Battery Park. Battery Park? Our old spot. She says you'll get a new address there. It's funny. Now that I'm a snitch, I can take lunch for as long as I need to. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Extra travel time? No problem. Ross, can you take me out of your pocket? If we're at Battery Park, I'd kind of like to enjoy it. I have to watch for the guy. Let me just see something. We're not on a date, Charlie. Come on. Charlie? I'm sorry. Well, all I can say is good on you, Rossi. Congratulations to you. For what? You finally got the marriage you always wanted. What are you talking about? When you like how I am, I get to come out and play. When you don't like how I am, back into the pocket with you, crazy pants. That is completely not... It's the wifey you've always dreamed of. One you can switch off until you're ready to deal with her again. It is not like that, I swear. Did that work? Is that what you're looking for? Jesus. It really is you. I worked really hard while you were away. Yeah? And I'll keep getting better. Did you mean it? 
I guess. Those voice posts exist. All of that is in me. It's not going anywhere. Oh, hey, look. The world. Let me just point you toward... Oh, wow. If you digitally squint, you can see Staten Island. But it's weird to think that someone else is living in your house now. Trampling mom's garden. Spilling beer in the koi pond. <laughs> the goddamn koi pond. So, are you going to tell me what's going on with you or what? Maybe... Maybe I just... Miss you. Why would you miss me? Ross, if, if there was a way you could join me in here. Join you? Would you? Why would you say that? I'm just asking. Why would you say that if it isn't real? Who said it wasn't real? People just love eating outside. What? Keep doing it right into fall. You see him out here, shivering and eating. Huh. I guess so. Hey, here. He hands me a paper. Take care. It's a new address. We're not going back to Shannon's. Looks like somebody just moved up in the world. still say welcome to my humble abode? <laughs> I don't know. Well, welcome to my humble abode. <laughs> Come in. Oh. Uh, I'd uh, get your beer, but uh, I know you're headed back to work. Oh, water's fine. Thank you. As Paul goes into his kitchen, I see a man stumbling back and forth, careening, like he's constantly about to fall. Excuse me there, Joe. Now I just need to get to the picture. The breakfast? It's about my breakfast. With enormous headphones on his head. Care, 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 care. if it's boring, I'm going to leave it. Is he hungry? Ah, he's all good. What do you have for me today? Uh, uh, pictures of documents from three different desks, including Bryn Cutler's. Eleven photos in all. Great. Great. Let me hook this up. So, turns out you guys didn't crack us. Crack you? Our communications. Boss told me, I can't listen in. False alarm. That's a relief. Huge relief. Okay, this is a post about me and my breakfast. Do you still want me to deliver, uh... If you don't mind. I've gotten used to our little confabs. I don't mind. You're eight months out, right? Yeah. Yeah. How did you, uh... Well, like I said, boss talks about you a lot. I'm 18 months out now, but I definitely remember eight months. Hard stretch. Everyone hinting it's time to move on. Yeah. So glad the boss can help you with that. Definitely. To me, she's a miracle. What she can do for people. What it meant the world to my wife. 
Charlie, right? She lost her sister when she was young. Before there was voice tree, before internet, really. Yeah, I hear that. Life after can't help me either. Not directly. Tell her I sympathize. But but didn't you say 18 months? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but at least I can help you out. That means the world to me. Here's your phone. Because it was delicious. Oh, I don't care. Care, care if it's boring. You're gonna listen. Because it was delicious. Are you absolutely sure that he's a... He's an angel. He's stretching his wings. This is a post. This is a post. This is a post. This is a post post about my breakfast. Till the next time. This is a post about my... He's an angel? Yeah, same thing he said about Shannon. Did you see what kind of headphones they were? Like, what brand? Sorry. Stick with this Paul angle. He's having you to his place. That's gold. Okay, people. What have you got? I hear my friends start talking. I just automatically smile, because it's like, they're right there. Because voices are what remind us, even at great distances... God, this ad. ...that we're human. So it's Valad. He's behind it all? It's the working theory, but... It doesn't make any sense. Voice Tree appears to be running smoothly. And the embezzled money, I mean, it's a lot, but still less than he makes in a year. Is it someone else on the inside? We can't get to the inside. Briefing week ends with Dash. Voice Tree's legal team is large, formidable, and not inclined to cooperate. We can't get near their server farm in Idaho. We've tried for a court order, but there's nothing for a judge to hang their hat on. But that subscriber list, 30,000 people? Surely... They're paying a dummy company. They're talking to ghosts. There's nothing there. Almost two years in, and we still have nothing connecting any criminal act to Vlad or Voice Tree. But they shot a guy. You showed me the... He's not the only one. What? We know of at least six Life After subscribers who have been killed after talking to law enforcement or trying to. Which brings me to the most important thing that you're going to hear all year, so please pay attention. A woman's face appears on the conference room screen. Blonde. Look at her. About the same age as Charlie when she died. No, I mean really look at her. What? That's Judith Benedict. One of ours. One of mine. You asked me about her upstairs. She went undercover with these people about a year ago. Three months in, all communication stopped. We don't know if they've killed her or turned her. So look really hard at this photo. Anytime you're with these people and you even think you see her, you call me one second later. You haven't sent anyone else undercover to find her? No one else is qualified. What do you mean, qualified? What do you think he means? Her brother died five months before she went in. It's a pretty hard thing to fake, it turns out. Having a dead loved one who was also on voice tree. Why the hell else would we be using you? So if I seem a little cranky from time to time, it's not because I missed lunch. Something's moving forward here, something real, and as much as I hate to say it, you're my best bet at finding out what before the end game happens. What end game? Yeah, come on in. Here's my phone. Great. It's uh, seven photos. 
Four reports, three sets of notes on dry erase boards. Great. What's going on with him today? Hi, Ross. Headphones man is on the couch, sitting straight up. You know, a thing I don't like is when you finish streaming, 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 streaming one movie, and then they just go autoplay the next one. Are you feeling better? It's always something that you don't, don't, don't want to want to watch at all. Well then, I'll walk you out. Okay. So, Ross, the boss isn't exactly thrilled with what you've been bringing by. Oh, how do you mean? These reports, these notes, they're kind of not helping much, you know? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm... You're not really telling us how close they are, or where they're looking. We really need to get moving, and this is just kind of making it hard. We might have to reassess. Does reassess me. Like I said, just a heads up. We really need to get moving. I'm telling you, that is what he said. And do I want to see those headphones? They must have a metric ton of info by now. Well, fake info. As opposed to what? Giving them real info? Well. What? I always tell people trying to establish a social presence. You have to give for a long time until you get. People have to learn to think of you as a source of genuine value. Meaning? Good-looking fake info is in value. We want access. We need to give Paul or Vlad or whoever's behind this something that's clearly identifiable as damaging. Okay, but isn't the flaw there that we'll have given them something damaging? Octavia looks at me, and I instantly know what it means. I nod. What about the digital twin of life after? Are you out of your mind? I, I already took video of it. They already know it exists. The digital horse left the digital barn. Could we give them an early version? It's all early versions. I'm still working on it. I can put it on a hard drive right now. The man said we really need to get moving. Exact words. To me, that says the end game is coming. I say we roll the dice. Do it. All right. Okay, let's go. Okay. All done. Here you go. Apparently, life after can spot a jackpot pretty quickly. See you next time. Paul had just given me back my phone, and I was on my way out when he yelled after me. Hey, Ross. Hold up a second. Put your earbuds in. My earbuds? You're going to want to. Ross? Sasha. It's been a while. How did you come by this material? By nearly getting caught and thrown in prison for the rest of my life. It's uncanny to see such a near replica of oneself. Discomforting. But it's only a near replica. Much slower than me. Our timetable can remain unchanged. That's great. Are you free this Friday, Ross? I'm... Yeah, I'm free. Sounds like... You just got the invite. We're having a little get-together this Friday for some volunteers who are transferring early. How would you like to meet the family? Uh... I don't know what to say. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Meet your next audiobook listen, All Hallows by Christopher Golden. 
this supernatural thriller is eerily set on Halloween night in 1984. Family dramas are coming to a head, a neighborhood is falling apart, and four kids who don't belong show up to add a creepy level of mystery to an already unsettled scene. That's all before the real thrill and gore begin. This deadly thriller by New York Times best-selling author Christopher Golden is now available on Spotify.